Welcome to the Westside Personalized Podcast, where real educators share their classroom-tested, learner-approved personalization practices. I'm your host, Andrew Easton. I hope you enjoyed today's discussion and are able to find a few valuable takeaways from the podcast. And so without further ado, let's go to the pod! All right, Andrew Easton here for another installment of the Westside Personalized Podcast, and my travels have brought me yet again to Rockbrook Elementary School, where I love to be at um, because my kiddos go here and because there's so many amazing educators here. There are, there are amazing educators all across Westside Community Schools, but I'm very fortunate today to have a chance to sit down with Amber Whitney, who just so happens to be my daughter's teacher, <laughs> which is really exciting and awesome, and it's so cool. And I'll just, I'm going to selfishly say, like, rewarding as a as a, a parent and an educator um, that we've had a chance to collaborate a couple times this year and to see things, you know, kind of implemented that I get to hear about from my daughter at home. And so, thanks for all the cool things that you've had a chance to try and we've got a chance to like talk about too. And to start off our podcast here, I guess uh, we typically just have people give a little bit of backstory about their years in education and, and um, yeah, so kind of leading to you teaching first grade here. Okay. Well, I was a first grade teacher before and stayed home for a couple years with my boys. And then I taught preschool and now I'm back in first grade. So just always kind of the early childhood route is where I've been in my years of teaching. Yeah. And so first grade, first time first grade here at Rockbrook finally finishing yes. up year one so I mean if we sound a little tired if we sound <laughs> a little out of it we're, we are done in two days so day and um, a half. <laughs> not that we're counting right but yes day and a half so uh so that's coming up so I guess to, to kind of start off how, how do you feel your year went let's just do a quick recap of that it good? was it was a good year um a lot of learning it was great to get back into everything and just see how things had changed over the years Curriculum-wise, technology-wise, all those things, a lot of changes since I was in the um, first grade classroom before. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's been a great year. It's been a learning year, I would say. Oh, I'm sure. And, and it's been exciting for me in this role to work with teachers who are first year, second year, third year, or just kind of getting reacclimated maybe um, yes. to, to the classroom or to a new position because that's oftentimes a, uh, an opportunity to try something new that you don't have everything sort of set already, and so you're willing yes. to... Uh, branch out and implement. Uh, and so one of the things, you had a chance to come to, to our training yes. um, earlier this year. Um, how, you don't have to, you want to just kind of share a little bit about your experience yeah. uh, with that through like a first grade lens, I guess? Absolutely. So I didn't really know what to expect coming in. Um, I had a lot of takeaway that day. I was very motivated to try new things in my classroom and I, I heard a lot K-12, just with other teachers that were there, with the presenters, there was just so much information. I have a lot of things I wanted to try, but I right. just decided that I needed to maybe just narrow that down a little bit. And mm -hmm. I really wanted to work on flexible seating, mm -hmm. workspaces, and different choices for my class. So yeah, so that was the that was the thing I decided I really wanted to focus in on. That was my big takeaway from that day. So. Cool, and that's what we sort of advocate for with that too, is to say that uh, you know we have our five elements, and you can really start just about any place across those, and that could be with uh, either a particular lesson or for an entire unit or a procedure is what we would probably call kind of your sure. space and, and mm -hmm. the way in which you know your students are able to function within that space. Uh, and so it's awesome that you like left the training and tried to implement you know or get yes. something started right away which led to our collaboration and a chance for us yes. to chat a little bit. And so 
you want to kind of recap maybe a little bit of that dialogue that we had about, uh, you know, particularly the whole group, Matt, right? And, yeah. and that, that time, I think, was where this all sort of yes. began for us. So, yeah. Yeah. So, first grade has a large amount of their time is meeting in a large group, a rug type space. And a lot of the teaching in first grade happens in that capacity all together on the rug whole group absolutely so i really wanted to play around with that and just try some different things they've got six and seven year olds in here that some do fine with sitting and some need more movement so that was one of the things i brought up that i really wanted to try was just giving kids different choices in that large group setting and not being really happy with the way things were going. So as we started talking and kind of bouncing ideas off of one another, it was it just kind of started taking shape and it was <laughs> right. it was pretty awesome. I mean, the way it all worked out and I had an idea and then you had an idea and then we just kind of went with it and it was a good collaboration. But yeah, it it was a pretty big change. Oh, right. I mean, the kids left one day and we <laughs> tore it up and then uh, they came back and it was it was different and I'm trying to remember how, how long ago that was. I don't remember exactly when we did it. It's been a couple months now, but it's been it's been really good. Um good. so Well that's something I wanted to say thank you from my vantage point, I guess, in that uh, you know, I come from a high school background, uh, and so it certainly is, I think, you know, your classroom is your space and that's where your culture in a lot of ways is born out of the structure that you put in place there and you and you do you have to be comfortable in there both as a learner and as an educator uh and so i really appreciate your willingness because we started talking and i was like are you sure you want to mess this up (laughs) are you sure we can kind of play around this because i don't know i got some ideas but i am a high school guy at heart right and but i've learned a lot this year too um particularly i don't know i'm gravitating towards that k2 uh because it is challenging Mm -hmm. um, with five six seven year olds or some people say we can't really personalize there and when you tell me i can't do something that's where i get really excited about trying to do those things and so, yeah, what we ended up doing, I guess, that day, and mm-hmm. I'll kind of let you do the um, extension of that. And I'm sure. glad we took a couple months to, to yeah. so that you can reflect and kind of mm-hmm. talk about some of the kinks with that. But um, we moved the whole group mat really a little bit more centrally located in the middle of the room and, uh, instead of being right up by the board. Uh, took some desks, right, and put yes. those around almost in a horseshoe style uh, around that whole group space. Except the end of the horseshoe, and there'll be a picture online that you can see this if you're visual and need to (laughs) have trouble following my (laughs) descriptions. But at the end of that horseshoe, uh, we took a couple desks out and just rolled, I would call it what, kind of like a... um, Like a storage shelf table, but it's like... For the, it's for the it's way high for the yeah. kids. It's, yeah. you know, it's a workspace. And we're like, we're going to make this a standing desk. Yeah. <laughs> and it didn't take a grant. Yeah. And it didn't it take like, yeah, <laughs> you know, purchasing all this furniture or going out and having to DIY yeah. make something. But the thought process was now whole group can have standing spots. It can have seated desk spots and you could, or you could also sit on the floor. Yes. And that was the idea. But you were the one living that out day to day. So uh, talk a little bit about then, even how, how it's yeah. you first acclimated students sure. to that, right? Yes. Because I think sometimes as educators, we go, flex seating's great. And you put all this crazy stuff Throw in there, up. and they have no idea how to exactly. navigate that. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, so that was something we had we discussed, and we had talked about that a little bit before. And one of the big things was that I wanted to give everybody the opportunity to have that chance in each of those spots so what we did initially was we just pulled sticks and those kids um there was some seated at desks there was some on the rug and then we only had two spots for standing so obviously 
that is the hot spot. And <laughs> yes, I got to stand. I got to stand today. Everybody yeah, wanted to stand, and even if they didn't want to stand or that was not their preferred seating, they wanted to be standing because there was only two spots. Right. So that was for a while. We all had chances to try everything out. That took a couple of days, mm -hmm. uh, lots of different times throughout the day. So if somebody was standing for our morning meeting, then when we went to writing time, I'd pull new sticks and they would try sure. something else out. So tons of movement throughout the day. It wasn't like they were in that spot the whole day. They got to choose. Once we kind of got through everything and everybody had had a chance, that's when they started really deciding what their preference was the only one i did have to keep drawing sticks for those standing spots mm -hmm. for quite some time it was still a hot spot for a long time of it. yeah that you got a chance exactly to do something that you yeah. rarely got to do exactly and, and it's maybe okay yeah yeah it's absolutely exciting to it eventually was. be able to get like oh i get the standing spot exactly yes definitely a highlight so at this point i would say you know maybe like a month in or so that became just that really the same four or five kids when I would call them to large group two of those kids would be at that spot it's really kind of the same kids a lot of kids realize I don't want to stand I had kids that were getting chosen and pulling a chair up to sit <laughs> at the standing spot right. and I'm like no 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 yeah. <laughs> if you don't want yeah. to stand then don't don't stand don't be here you're basically saying you're voicing your opinion and saying that you are a chair sitter Yes, exactly. Yes. So we have all we these have chairs. Exactly. That. Absolutely. So it really, it unfolded really nicely. They were able to choose. There was not argument. They weren't crowded. And in even the standing spot, that became, if there was already two people there, they just knew they had to choose a different spot. Mm -hmm. It wasn't an argument. If it was the same kids, obviously over and over and over getting to that spot, we would have had to do something about it. But they've really adjusted to that and just kind of, it's easy. I don't yeah. I don't have to give them any instruction on it. After right. those couple of weeks of trying everything out and the pre-teaching that went along with it, it's flawless. Cool. And that, that's what I was going to ask then too, I guess, to contrast that to what it was before. Because yes, you do give students choice. Uh, and it sounds like that choice was a little bit energizing for that, you know, mm -hmm. two-week window. And, and then sure. thereafter even, you know, to just feel empowered with that. Um, but how did you feel that that had, or did it, have any impact on the effectiveness of that whole group time, um, and why, maybe? Yeah, I mean, I truly believe that giving kids, I love to give kids choice as much as possible throughout the day. This is a really, really easy way to give kids choice, because giving them choice makes them feel powerful, mm -hmm. and it makes, you know, they're making their own decision. They're going to be more engaged. They're getting to choose where they want. They're sitting next to their friends. If they're being successful, they're going to get to stay sitting next to their friends. So it really has, I feel like, enhanced the on-task behavior, the listening, the engagement. They're comfortable where they're at. Right, and that's what I was kind of curious about, too. And I also know if, if you have 20 students on the floor, it kind of puts the entirety of just jitteriness and conversation Absolutely. On one level, where now you've almost tiered that, which could be worse. <laughs> I could see if you're like, oh, now we got a lot. Or, or it could be... It's still contained, though. It's yeah, contained. Or, it's... Or, or it might be better in that at least half the people now are at a different level and are not able to look you know, over their mm -hmm. shoulder and see yes. 19 other people at the same eye level. So, yeah, which where do you think it sort of falls? Has that sort of been 
Yeah, I mean, I think just division that happened with half of the group. I have 21 kids, so, you know, on average, they really do kind of split half and half at this point. Um, it's not like there's everybody on the floor, or everybody at the desk. At first, it was kind of back and forth and being a certain way and where's my friend going to be. And now they've decided individually what they like best and what works best for them. And it really is pretty much... I would say on average, pretty much half and half. And then that, mm -hmm. those two standing spots are always taken. But yeah, I just think that the level engagement is much better. Everybody's got their own space. And those kids that are at a desk are contained in that area mm -hmm. where they need those perimeters a little bit more than a rug sitting situation where they might be rolling around or laying down or whatever it might be. Yeah. Awesome. That's It's good to hear because I think that... It is a risk to move to this. And like I said, the engagement and culture piece is important, but we also want to make sure that we're enhancing that learning too. And so that's awesome. That yeah. That's, uh, was it your experience? And when we first looked at this, I also know that we said, okay, let's kind of guess. And so if you're listening in and maybe you don't do the exact same thing, but you do, are, are going to try something like this, we tried to say, okay, where, where are they going to, you know, now have an opportunity to screw around a little bit or could mm -hmm. there be problems? And I know one of the things that we pointed out was, okay, well, if you have students kind of at, at the feet of other students, we've mm -hmm. got to make sure we're not going to kick one another yeah. and we're not untying so-and-so's shoes yes. when we're sitting on the floor and because we're still seven. <laughs> we, uh, we ta I taught do not, do not crawl under the desk to get to the desk, all those little things that that first grade teachers think about. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there was there was a lot of pre-teaching. Um, if, you, if you're sitting at someone else's desk, your hands are not in their desk. The, the expectation is that your hands are on top of your desk. If you're a desk sitter, if you're a chair sitter, your hands are on top. Okay, um, that's another That was another thing that we, mm -hmm, we taught that, as, or I taught that as well before we started the process. Good. And I feel like sometimes that those are the places where with personalized learning, if you aren't intentional about having those conversations, and setting expectations from the start. And that can be something you set expectations with them or yes. as a teacher, depending upon whatever's age appropriate. But uh, that is, it's a vital step because they need to understand why we're moving to this and the way in which it needs to function for everyone to really just benefit uh, and get the most out of that experience. So uh, we'll kind of close things up then, I guess. Okay. So what would you say to somebody who maybe is a little bit on the fence or they're like, you know, flexible seating, that sounds... Like something I might like to try to do, but what would you say to them? I would say it isn't going to hurt to try. Give it a good old college try. <laughs> Take some time. You can always make adjustments. Primary is constantly changing. You have got to constantly change for your group, and that can be a change throughout the year. So something that worked at the beginning of the year might not work a couple months down the road, but I would just say... It has been a really, really positive experience in here. Uh, I know the kids would say they love it and they really enjoy the choice they get to have each and every time we meet, they get that choice. And I think that is really empowering for these little guys. Awesome. Well, I can just tell, I can hear you smile. You know, I don't know if you can see, you can't see that she's smiling on the podcast, <laughs> but I hope you can hear that. Uh, and I love yeah, just knowing that selfishly that my daughter's getting a chance to be a part of that experience and that you've been so great with her all this year and so I want to say thank as you. a parent thank you uh, and as an educator thank you as well for just uh, 
uh, your willingness to, in what I'm sure has been a crazy busy year, but I'm sure this next day and a half, you're like, okay, I need a little break step away <laughs> from it all, that you are willing though to to take those risks uh, and, and invest in that. And, and that's a lot of fun. So thanks for sharing yeah. your story. I appreciate your help. All right. I couldn't have done it without you. <laughs> hey, we're, we're all on the same team. We're team. All, all collaborating. So, uh, uh, and hopefully next year we'll be back to talk again yes. on uh, whatever your next endeavor is going to be. I'm going to keep going. Sounds good. All, All right. right. Thanks for your time. Thanks. Well, that's a wrap on another great episode. For more information or to contact us directly, you can email our team at personalized.learning at westside66.net. As always, thanks for tuning in and learning from the Westside Personalized Podcast.